Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for Daily Blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we got a good one for you today. We're going to we're gonna hop in and break down the current World Series that is going on because there are some sports still going on. So we're going to talk about that. It's been an exciting one. Uh, three games to two, so we'll break that down. Um, because today happens to be the anniversary of a very famous baseball game in St. Louis lore, um, if you haven't seen that. So we'll get into that as well, um, as well as reminiscing over some past Blues hockey games and and talking about some of the free agency, uh, the future of free agency we have for the rest of the offseason. But before we jump into anything, I do want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All right, Tommy. So I don't know if you noticed, but over the past few months, uh, they've been having this little thing called an MLB season. Uh, it happened real quick. Um, sixty <laughs> kind games, of a quickie though. Sixty games in sixty six days or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Cardinals had to make crazy. up a lot of ground in that because of mm-hmm. COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. Doing a lot of doubleheaders. For some reason, the Boston Red Sox just sat out the season, didn't play at all. It was strange. <laughs> um, didn't really see any of their games because uh, you know they weren't playing. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, World Series is here. It's been a good playoffs. Uh, the Houston Astros almost scared everyone again and made the World Series, but they didn't, which was awesome. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays somehow made it there against the LA Dodgers, kind of the team that everyone expected to be there, and it's been a damn good series so far. Yep. Randy A played a day. Nine dingers, set, I think, in the play in the playoffs. MLB record for records. most hits in, in one postseason. Yeah. Um, Love to see that. Just, just past Pablo Sandoval. That feels people. great. Was <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. doing amazing. Thank you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Tradition mm-hmm. him away. Yeah, I mean it's been a fun it's been a fun World Series so far. Did you see the end to the, the game the other night, the one that the Rays won? Oh my god, the walk off? I, I don't even know you can call it a walk off. It was like a walk off error. All right, to so break this down. That was chaos. Break this down. The LA Dodgers go up four nothing. Absolute absolutely dominating. All of a sudden Rays make a wild comeback and and tie the game up. LA then goes up 5-4 or something like that. I don't know. Completely back and forth. It was 4-4, and then it gets to 7-6 Dodgers. Dodgers are up one in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays are at the plate. Runners on first and second. Two men out. Little blooper into the outfield. Outfielder overruns it and then misplays the throw to home. All of a sudden, two runs score for the Rays, and they win in the weirdest walk-off in World Series. It was was strange, too, because like uh, the I think – Randy Rosarina was on first base. So once he saw the ball kind of like kip to the left to the center fielder, he started booking it around third and the throw comes into the pitcher. And he's Randy Rosarina's halfway between third because he fell down rounding third mm-hmm. base. And mm-hmm. um, so the pitcher throws it home and the catcher kind of does like a swipe tag with the ball to try and like, because he thought Randy Rosarina was going to be right there. And he misses the ball drops and it, it goes, yeah, drops it, goes behind to the backstop, and a Rosarina just slides home and they win the game. Yeah, Chaos. So it, went, it went from what, <laughs> what would have been, what might have been a very, uh, 
poor base running decision on a Rosarena's part, could have gotten yeah. himself chewed out by the managers, whatever it may be. Um, already off of like a, a significant error in the outfield that allowed a run more comfortably score. Now all of a sudden the game is tied. All you got to do is tag this runner out that's halfway between third and home. Easy task. Nope. Let's just mm-hmm. let's just throw the ball behind, directly behind me. Let's lose the game. I mean, LA is still <laughs> up in the series, but well, they they had Kershaw going last game, so that's to at least be expected. They play again tonight. Um, Blake Snell, Tony Gonsolin. They tried so to steal home another, on him too. Did you see that? Yeah, they did. Man- Manuel. That Mongo. was nuts too. Yeah, he got him out. They did, though. They did try to. Steal he's got him. that weird. He's got that weird wind up when he's in his like little. It's like his safe place. I think they call it. His <laughs> arms are like straight up above his head. He's just like chilling there in his zen mode. And so, like, I think he said in an interview, like, if guys ever try to steal home on him, he's like relying on the first baseman to like point it out. And if you look back at like the tape. The first baseman like steps forward and like points and like literally like milliseconds after the point, the ball's coming home like firing and they just pegged him. Yeah. So that's the that's the thing with baseball about uh, for me is that I find so fascinating is that at the end of the day, at the end of the 162 game season, you get to a World Series, you get to something like this. And then it's just these intense one on one matchups that just define, you know, define history. Mm-hmm. Baseball is the most individual of all the sports in the sense that no matter how good your team is, you have to rely on nine individual hitters to do their part, nine individual fielders to do their part. So watching a guy like Clayton Kershaw, you know, mentally duking it out with a with who whatever hitters up at the plate it's 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 truly it really is exciting stuff to watch especially in a shortened season um dodgers are up three two you think they can pull it off tonight yeah and i don't know i think it's like i mean you gotta root for a guy like kershaw too because uh, like the the kind of the kind of happened last year yeah and like just the connotation that he's like one of like the greatest i mean maybe not the greatest pitchers of all time but he's like a top-notch elite talent will probably make it into the hall of fame one day who's to say but he struggles in the playoffs um so i think that narrative kind of like proving itself too like i'd always like root for a guy to like go against that narrative and be like yeah like prove people wrong kind of like the underdog kind of thing but in this series too like that's the reason that i'm kind of rooting for tampa bay is because like the Dodgers have kind of been a powerhouse like all season long. They got off to a hot start, never really wavered. And I think everyone just expected them to walk over Tampa Bay handedly. And, and Tampa Bay's kind of just had like almost a team of like misfits. Like they don't really have a bunch of like star studded talent. Um, but they're still getting the job done because of like the chemistry and everything. And like you can tell those guys have a lot of fun on the field too. So it's hard not to root for them. But at the same time, you got a guy on the other side like Mookie Betts, who is like one of the best I players. Talk, I don't want to talk. One of the most it. electric players in baseball. I don't know how you can let him walk but away. But Tommy, from your the money we the the money we <laughs> saved. <laughs> The money we saved. Do you what are you going to do with understand? it? Do you, Draft do you a guy that you hope is Mookie Betts? <laughs> Look. Acquire a guy in free agency saved. that you hope is Mookie Betts? <laughs> the money we saved. you know how much our owner is going to be able to – how many nice meals he's going to be able to have in the North yeah, End now? He could probably go out and acquire Mookie Betts. He's going to be able to get an extra large pizza from Regina's instead of a large pizza. <laughs> God, Ugh, God, that's that's, that's gonna right. haunt me until the until the day I stop watching baseball. That's honestly that's probably how I felt when Pools left. Yeah, but at least he didn't want to. At least he didn't immediately come out and say, "Oh yeah, I thought it was gonna be a Cardinal for life." Uh, Mookie yeah, Betts is true. about to win a World Series and still giving interviews saying, "Oh yeah, I thought it was gonna be a Red Sox for yeah, life." Yeah, he's like, like, "I missed the Red Sox." This shit hurts. <laughs> he's about to win a World Series and he's like, "Huh, damn." Whoops. I'm sure Petro felt like that too. 
No, oh, stop. You're just you're just twisting <laughs> I'm, the knife. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm not going to win out of myself knife, right Tommy. now. This shit hurts. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. You're, twisting the, you're twisting the knife just deeper and Jam deeper. it through their eye. Come on. I really don't I really don't appreciate that. Dougie Doug. I really appreciate that. But hey, you know what? You know what I you know what I do appreciate? What do you appreciate, Josh Lane? I appreciate some good savings, a good deal when I'm shopping for auto parts. With the ever increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Wait while the counterman orders the parts to their computer, choosing the only brand his warehouses happen to carry. When you have computers and phones with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Especially during a pandemic, you can stay at home and do it all from the comfort of your couch. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same? parts go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliable low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com all right tommy you know built built bar you know it we love it but sometimes you you're just looking for a little something more a little something to help you break through that wall to help boost you even more and that is where built go comes in sometimes now, it's all the time all the time. Now, whether it's a mental, time. <laughs> whether it's a mental or physical wall that you need to break through, get through it with Built Go every single day. They're easy to take in 1.5 ounce packages. So whatever it is you need it for, whether it, you're putting it in your briefcase, you got that big PowerPoint presentation after lunch at work, or you got a real tough back nine on the golf course, slip it in your golf bag, or you just got a you got a tough day full of errands, put it in your pocket, take it with you. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's like 500 energy without that crash feeling because it's all natural so it's better for the body you got three delicious flavors peanut butter honey chocolate coconut and chocolate mint and you may, be, may ask how does built go work so well well built go combines energy gel with collagen protein collagen protein is fast absorbing so it gets into your system fast plus it's easy on your stomach it is loaded with good stuff to help ignite your work such as beta alanine vitamin b3 honey and just a little kick of caffeine built go then kicks to keep you going strong throughout the day including ten thousand percent of your daily needs for vitamins b6 and b12 collagen promotes joint soft tissue hair and skin health so not only does it make you feel better but it also makes you look better visit builtgo.com and use promo code locked and you'll get 20 percent off your next order that's tw- promo code locked for 20 percent off at builtgo.com all right, Tommy. I just wanted to wish you a, a happy anniversary. Hold on, hold on. For, before we get into that real before fast, I got, I got, I got here. Just final oh, thoughts on the oh. World Series. Who are you picking to win, series? and who's your MVP? Okay, okay, okay. Just before real quick. we get into that, I think, I think the Rays can pull it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's they've they've, they they've been they've been a little too pesky, a little too pesky to at least not push it to not at least push it to seven. I should say. Mm-hmm. Um. That lines so up with the theme to too, because like it's been a different winner. Like they've gone flip flop every game. It's been Dodgers, Tampa, Dodgers, Tampa, Dodgers. Jesus, I can't talk. Dodgers won the last one, so if the theme continues, Tampa Bay will win tonight, and then Dodgers win it in seven. I think mm. that's kind of fitting, just in terms of this year and this series too, because they're both playing very good baseball. But I mean, if the Rays win MVP, I, I think. 
I think whichever team wins, Tommy, one of us is going to get hurt. I think if the Rays win, uh, yeah, I think, I think so too. Going to be Randy A. <laughs> I think so too. Um, Fuck. I think if the Dodgers win, I think the MVP is going to be Mookie Betts. So, Dude, I think Mookie could go O for in the next two games, and he'd still win MVP. I think Randy could do the same. Yeah, I do too. Um, <laughs> we're screwed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Either either way, either way, we're getting hurt. Um, oh, I think it's going to be a really good series. Uh, baseball is rarely exciting to watch, but if there's ever a baseball game slash games you're going to watch, check out Game Six and Seven if Seven happens. Um, nothing like it. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. But as I was saying before, yeah, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day for um, Cardinals fans. Even if Randy mm-hmm. is tearing it up, uh, we can always always live vicariously through the past. We love mm-hmm. to do that as Cardinals um, fans because we had some mm-hmm. golden days. And mm-hmm. one of the most golden days of the anniversary today, Game 6, 2011, David Freeze. October 27th. Cinematic game. excellence. Game 6 of the World Series. Cardinals' David Freeze hits a game-tying two-run triple in the bottom of the ninth, then a hometown hero run in the bottom of the 11th to force a Game 7 against the Rangers. We will see you tomorrow night. Uh, look, look, I'm not even a Cardinals fan, but I have done my due diligence over the years of being a Blues fan, gotten myself invested in Cardinals lore. Um, I'd consider them my number two team. I like it. And and I can't help but 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 getting chills every time I see that video come up on my timeline. I know, I know as a Red Sox fan, it's probably not what Cardinals fans are gonna want to hear. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Still mad about two thousand four. <laughs> I know. I but okay, it had been eighty six years. Give us a break. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Plus if we if we decided to pitch to, D- to David Ortiz, and that was our fault. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm the dude, on. he was a man on. It's, it's Big Poppy. It's Big Poppy. It's Big Poppy, the clutchest hitter of all time. <laughs> Come on. No, but uh, one of the most yeah. electric electric events in sports history. Honestly, David Freeze, just his performance in, in that in that game um, is is truly just astonishing. Gives me the chills every time I watch it. And um, when he slides into third base on his knees and he just like screams and claps his hands, pure together. emotion, dude, pure emotion. Oh my god, the serotonin running through my body is absolutely coursing. <laughs> so I think that's safe to say that's probably your your favorite baseball game in, in memory. No, oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. My best friend wanna... was there. I hate him for it. What's up, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So I want to go. I want to go around a couple other sports. I want to give your. I want to get your takes for favorite. Like, let's see. You got any favorite, favorite, other favorite baseball games? Maybe some favorite college sporting events that you've uh, been to, and then, and then, of course, your favorite blues game. We gotta do. We gotta do favorite blues games. I think the one, one of the ones off the top of my head, just because it's got its own personal like coined uh title i guess mm-hmm. uh was the saint patrick's day massacre <laughs> you mm. remember that that loan number dude I, I do um i think the blues ended up losing six to four but 278 penalty minutes 24 Ooh. minors 12 majors and 17 misconduct penalties That's i mean we like to see yeah and it was like the old style of like hockey too so just guys just beating the shit out of each other i remember it was like uh scott stevens i forgot who he fought but they just went to like center ice and they're just duking it out laying on each other like i don't know man it just kind of takes you back to like the old days of like Kelly Chase and like Tony Twist and guys like that who were just fucking absolute maulers out there. And I think I, it really felt to me like it was more like WWE than not. I mean, that game in particular was like WWE and more than hockey. So mm-hmm. I think those, mm-hmm. that's definitely iconic. 
in yeah. terms of blues history games. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one blues game that I hold special to me, it's not anything significant, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm not from the area. So I did, I was fortunate enough to travel to St. Louis once a couple of years ago for my 18th birthday. And I saw them play the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, and I don't know if anyone remembers this game. Uh, blues won like seven to four. Mm-hmm. Petrangelo had two goals, was an inch away from a hat trick. It was a really fun game. Mm-hmm. Uh, blues offense looked amazing, but I think my favorite part of the whole thing um, it was like the first time I really felt immersed in St. Louis culture. Um, all of a sudden, during one of the intermissions, I'm sitting in my section. Jumbotron comes on. It's 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 uh, Darren Pang giving an interview to Brett Hull in like one of the concourses. And then all of a sudden, I like, look and then they, they show us how like come to this concourse to to w- watch the interview live. And I look and it was like directly behind where I was sitting. So here I am, first time in St. Louis, walk out there, and, and right at the interview ends, Brett Hull and, and Darren Pang just walk by me, make eye contact with me, like give me like the what's up, and then, like yeah. that was it. That was like, I'm like okay, this is all I wanted about coming to a Blues game. I just made eye contact with two of the most legendary figures in in Blues lore, uh, so that was pretty exciting. Yeah, um, Brett Hull was probably the most sober I've ever seen him in that instance. <laughs> it's fair to say. It's fair to say. Uh, so I think that, another that's one. The biggest memory for me. Nothing yeah, too special. I think but. another one, kind of along along those lines, um, is I, I like when I got like one of my first jobs. I saved up like enough money because my my dad and I, when all, whenever we would go to Blues games, we would always like sit in the nosebleed just because like. Naturally. he would always like yeah he would just always like grab the t- cheapest tickets and i was like that's cool but like i wonder what it's like to like sit in the lower bowl because i'd like never been before so mm-hmm. like when i when i finally got a job and like saved up enough money it was like i think it was the 2017 playoffs and um so i got bowl seats with my Ooh. dad and we were like we were probably like within 10 rows of the glass like we were way close and uh it was lo and behold. It was the it was the series that Jake Allen just went absolutely maniac mode against Minnesota, Minnesota yeah. and so I'm just sitting there with my dad, and we're just absolutely going nuts at like the referees and everything, like because he's like even like growing up in sports, he'd always yell at like the refs and stuff, and like. It was it was funny because in the nosebleeds, like a lot of people do that, but in, in the lower bowl, like a lot of people are there just like drinking beer and like enjoying themselves. So he's like the only one like screaming at the rest. And I was like, Dad, like I don't think, I don't think we can. Do, yeah, I was like, I don't know if we should do that here. Like we might get kicked out or something. But it was it was incredible. Um, I think it was I think it was game three in that series. I don't know. I don't remember. But that's awesome. that was a lot of fun. That was the first time that's I ever awesome. sat down low, and it was with my dad. So that was really cool. That's that's a great memory. All right, I tell you what, we're getting close to the end of today's episode, so we'll head to one more short break and then bring this one back and wrap up this conversation. Oh man, so many good memories from going to Blues games. No, um, obviously you got th- you got to throw Game Seven against Dallas in there. Of you course, throw, of you course. Throw the, the Stanley Cup winner in there. Mm-hmm. Those are those mm-hmm. are easy games. Stanley Cup Game Seven, easy. I mean, every every game from that playoff run is is going to hold a pl- special place in my heart. Also, for sure. oh my god, also that uh that playoff game against the Kings. I think it went to OT and they went on a power play and Steiner scored it. Oh my God. That was fucking insane, dude. And uh, when we beat Chicago 
I was a game seven. The, yeah, yeah. D- we, Troy Brower, oh my God, Brent yeah. Double, Brent God, there's double so post. many, dude. There's so many. Iconic I think that moments. I think that game seven against Chicago might be the most memorable for me. Oh, uh, dude, I was, dude, just, I was the, the, the peak of the St. Louis Chicago rivalry. I think yeah. Pareko and oh, I want to say Fabry scored the first two. I think so. I think we, I know we went one up of them like Pareko. We went up to nothing or something like that, and yeah. then they tied it up. Um, and then Troy Brower swings and misses. <laughs> But then still manages, yeah. still manages to bury it on the rebound. And then like 30 seconds later, Brent Seabrook fires from the point and hits both posts. Double doink. Double doink and out. God. Oh. And I remember, I think I think it was Tony X or somebody made put like the crying Jordan face on the puck as it's going along the goal line from post to post. I remember I did something oh like I, I made a post about like, congratulations, Blackhawks, da, 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 and then I posted the exact same thing under it. And then I just replied, oops, sorry, I hit post twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, love to see it. Oh, that was that was the That's peak. Great. I mean, that was good. Honestly, you could make the argument that that was like the turning point for this Blues team. Yeah, you finally know. saying they're Chicago demons. Yep, and then it was mm-hmm. all downhill from there. No, it not really. Like, hey, we went. Hey, we got we got first. a cup in there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, not downhill. Yeah. I meant like downhill as in like it's pretty easy. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like that yeah, was yeah. The, that was the peak of their battle. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Slay yeah. the monster. Slay the dragon, and then I don't the know, rules. man. That that Boston series was was kind that of pain was. In the and ass. fucking that whole year, dude. Going last to first. That was kind of a, yeah. I don't want to ever five dragons. I don't. I appreciate that blues, but please don't ever do that. Yeah. Good God. Iconic though, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I don't even know. That was truly, truly a memorable, memorable experience. Obviously, but man, the stress that, that I endured. Oh my god, dude! I really do think though, like you're right about that Blackhawks game because, like, I don't know. I feel like we had like a good team that year and we had high expectations, but the Blackhawks were always like in our way. So like. Uh, that whole series i just remember like especially that game like i just remember like sitting in my computer chair because i was streaming it on my laptop and i was literally like shaking like i I was so anxious about like what was going to happen and like uh, like i think game seven against dallas was the closest to getting that like feeling but even then i just kept like telling myself like we weren't even supposed to be here like we we made it this far like even like going from last all the way to where we are now, like that's still a win in the season, even yeah, if we don't I, win the Stanley Cup. So I like, think the the biggest difference between last, like the playoff run where we won it all and any other playoff run is like I almost had I don't want to say no expectations, but I was so like along for the ride at that point. Like, right? How the fuck did we even make the playoffs? Exactly. After being exactly. In last place. Like e- even even a first round exit would be like holy crap, we made the playoffs. Like I was right. I was so along for the ride that I wasn't even like putting a ton of stake into everything. You're just game. living in like euphoria. Right. You're like I don't care what happens we could we could get swept four games and nothing like we made the playoffs this was amazing right but, but then, then, like, then, but then every like, series but then like, we won i was like hold up wait right, a minute <laughs> right and then, and then and then my roommate my roommate will talk to him. he's like he, he's like he's like man remember dallas st louis game seven i remember watching that with you and i'm like honestly no i have yeah, no you, memory you kind of, of like game. blacked out yeah i feel that and like, and it wasn't like it was the, so the, long. The, it wasn't it wasn't the blackout that we're usually talking about when we talk about college. Yeah, like I just yeah, exactly. I just don't I just don't remember watching that game. 
I remember it existing. I remember the goals. I don't remember where I was when I watched it. Because you kind of have to, like, especially, like, when it goes to OT and double OT, especially, oh, like, God. where, like, in that scenario with everything that had happened, like, I, I, I kind of had to tell my body to, like, just go numb and feel nothing yeah. for, yeah. like, the next hour. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And, and hey, guess what? That was only f- fucking round two. Yeah, and, and then and then we scored, and it all came rushing back. And all right, I can I, I can tell you the one thing that I remember very distinctively from the playoff run: the, the hand pass. Oh oh boy, whole oh boy, have yeah, I, have, I, I I have a vivid image in my mind of I think it was Braden Shen just absolutely slamming the fuck out of a stick on the glass, like right next to the referees. You remember that as he's skating oh, of off? Of course, of course. Oh, of he course. was peed. That was probably the most upset I had ever been at, at, at. Like I was, I was at my girlfriend's and she was in the shower. So like she went, she left me watching the game and then she came back and I was an absolute mess. Yeah. Like I was like, I was like, I was so mad. I'm like, I'm like he, he hit it with his hand. And, and she's like, she's like what, are you, what are you talking about? Just comment. I'm like, he hit it with his hand and he can't do that. That's not fair. He can't yeah. hit it with his hand. That's I illegal. Remember, I, remember, I would sound like an absolute idiot. <laughs> Yeah, I remember sta- I remember standing up and I had like my mouth open and my hands out and I was like are we just are we just going to let this happen? Like, that's it? like we're, game's we're, over I'm like, like there's no way this game I'm like there's no way they can end the game. Like everyone saw that. Nobody's blind. Like what? And then like the players started skating off. I was like oh my god, they're actually going to end the game. And then they cut to like the like the it was like Bernie and uh all those guys in the like the post game and I was like that's it? What the fuck? I was, dude, I was like, are you kidding me? Uh, I was just I beside like, myself. Dude, my emotions went like, uh, you know, you ever seen like John Wick? Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, you know, like that, like five second period where he goes from really upset about his dog being killed to extremely murderous and vengeful. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, that's kind of what, I, that's kind of what it was like for me. It went, if, if you looked at my tweets from that night, it went along the lines of, what is this? This is so unfair. <laughs> to, and then like five seconds later, I was tweeting. That's it. Blues aren't losing after this. Yeah, I, 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 I remember it just, that. It went to like a went to like that. a John Wick like murderous state. Yeah. I'm like, no, no chance. We're 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 ever losing again. Time to pile this. the bodies. Yep. <laughs> and, and hey, we were right. Yeah, we did. Uh, uh, all right. Speaking of, real quick, before we wrap this one up, I know that there was some brief rumors about the Blues adding a guy like Anthony Duclair. Do you think the Blues need to add anyone to this offense, or do you think you think they're good enough as it is and just re- should have to rely on hopefully this team coming together chemistry wise? Um, I don't know. I could see them doing both. Honestly, um, I think a lot of fans. Well, anytime there's like a guy that's available, but like a guy like <laughs> anytime there's a guy available, period. We can just stop there. Blues fans will be like, yeah. get him, let's grab him. Trade people, make some cap space. Let's go. Like you know yep. what I'm saying. They did it with Hall. Um, but I, yeah, I I think the more realistic option is that they're gonna stay pat with who they have um, and see what they got, and maybe make a move like before the trade deadline. Um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they made a move. But I think a lot of guys like across like the free agency market would have to come down in numbers for Doug to like give them a ring if that makes sense. Yep. I agree. I agree. I think – I mean we've been saying this the whole time. The the flat cap is going to make this offseason free agency a lot less exciting than in years past. And the Blues are not uh, – not uh, uh, are falling victims to that, I should say. Um, they're not immune to that. Um, and, and, and it's going to be boring. Like I think for all teams have, have been pretty pretty underwhelmed mm-hmm. um, in terms of free. I mean, there's still a lot of big names out there too. Even Mike Hoffman, Anthony Duclair, et cetera, et cetera. 
but it's just tough. The, the, the numbers, the salaries just makes it tough. Um, I don't think the blues are like a quote unquote, a piece away. Like I think they're fine the way that they are. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. a guy like Anthony Duclair wouldn't hurt, but I don't think, I think they're can. a piece away from being a cup contender. I think right now they're they're they'll make the playoffs. I, I, I agree, but I don't. I I, I have. I, I think that that piece is more likely to come from within than than being Anthony Duclair or Mike Hoffman. I think I think they're more. I think adding a guy like Mike Hoffman or Anthony Duclair would only not not would it gives only, them but, a little more breathing room. It gives them a little more breathing room, but also you could argue that less not stress on the like that guys. would would allow for someone like Jordan Kyrie or Robert Thomas true. to be that next piece. Versus if you just plug another thirty year old scoring winger like Mike and Hoffman bury, in there. and bury the prospects again. Yeah, I feel you. Right, right. So I think it's a it's a fortunate problem to have. Like it's not like it's not like you're you're uh, you're a L A when they after they won their cups where all of their depth was just. 40 year old grinders that they couldn't mm-hmm. do anything with like there's 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 some youth here on this team that can either play in a, an advanced role or sit down there on the third or fourth line again if we do add some depth so it's gonna be a fun fun year i think doug armstrong has got a good plan in place and we just have to trust him yeah and i think i i think at some point you have to give the guys like a chance to actually show like what they're capable of and like yeah you can make the argument that they've like, like Cairo had playing time last season and all that stuff, but like really like third and fourth line minutes, especially for a guy like Cairo, it's not really, it's not really giving you a Enough. good display of yeah. what he can bring to the team. So agreed, agreed. All right, I think we're at the end of this one. You got anything else to add before we wrap this one up, Tommy? Uh, no, that's all I got to say. Enjoy uh your anniversary today, STL. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. live it up. Watch some highlights for sure. I might watch the last inning again, honestly, just so I can feel something again. In 2020. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you guys so much for listening. You can follow us. Um, stay up to date on all the podcasts on Locked On Blues on Twitter on and Instagram. Make and sure you Instagram. check out yes, uh, Lock. Yeah, make sure you lock. Make sure you check out Locked On Cardinals on this anniversary. Uh, hopefully, he'll be uh, covering. Uh, the, sure. the David sure. Freeze ordeal for all of you guys. So uh, better that than that. talking about Randy A lighting up. The yeah, league. exactly. Um, so make sure you go give them a listen. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at 12 to 15. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Yes, sir. But as always, let's go blues. Let's go.